Welcome back to the Electrify podcast, brought to you by the creators of Electrify Expo, North America's largest EV festival coming to a major city near you. All right, welcome to another episode of Electrify News Live. We're here at the Electrify Expo in Seattle. It's a beautiful Sunday morning, and I am here with Joey from Upco. How you doing, Joe? Excellent, man. It's a beautiful day, day two. It is. Now, day one, we were just talking. You guys had a tremendous day yesterday. You had like 200 test rides. Yeah. uh, Line never broke. A lot of smiling faces. I think we had about 200 plus people come through and get to have their first all-wheel drive electric bike experience. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm glad you brought that up. So for those of you listening to this or those of you here at the show for the first time who are not familiar with UBCO, this is an electric two-wheel drive motorcycle it's got drive at the front and the rear and it gives it not only the ability to climb anything like a billy goat and Mm kind of go anywhere in places that you probably wouldn't think of taking a bike at all but it really does give it a unique feel it like pulls itself out of corners in a way that none of the other bikes here or or really anywhere do right yeah absolutely i think that you know the the origin story was a couple farmers in New Zealand that were also engineers wanted to create something that was quiet that could handle the terrain and really get around and do the work. And so obviously that was a good seven years ago. And this Gen Five really got into a place where there's a ton of engineering and consistency in how that two wheel drive works. And I think it does take that that split second to get it, but come but it comes pretty intuitive as soon as you start riding it. And it's a lot of fun to have that that push pull feel. Well, you know, and it's really exciting too because we have a great demo course here in Seattle that we, mm-hmm. we obviously we didn't have in Long Beach. We had a great course there, but this one actually has gravel and dirt that when you make that turn onto the gravel, if you're going fast on a on a you know normal bike, you, that front end starts to wash a little bit. On yours, mm-hmm. pulls right through. So that's a really great opportunity to feel that difference between that two wheel drive and that single speed. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, that was the first thing that uh, put a big smile on my face when we got here and loaded it <laughs> and started to, you know, survey in the course was like, all right, dirt and gravel. That's an Ubco's best friend right there. So it was really awesome to give everybody that's coming through Electrify Expo that opportunity to see that transition from pavement to dirt because um, it, it is that that dual world kind of bike. And so it's, it's right at home on that course. Now, you know, I Obviously, there's not too much of an issue here right now. We're in the middle of July. We've got a beautiful, sunny, sunny summer day. You know, how are these bikes on ice and snow and rain? Are, do they have the kind of a superior feeling there as well? Yeah, I mean, they definitely are built for all terrain, right? And that includes all weather. You know, that they're certified for, you know, completely waterproof if you need to d- dip it through a rainy environment, run through a creek, whatever it is. Um and even in ice, snow, all of that. I mean, there are two different models, you know, so we have the adventure that is the on-road, off-road, and we have the work that is really designed for that kind of more aggressive off-road terrain all season and everything like that. But there also is opportunity to switch up those tires, you know, like to, to change it for sand, to change it for more aggressive knobby tires for the snow and winter and things like that. So we found that our our consumers and our owners really teach us a lot about how they're using them and what they're doing with them. Are you finding that as these consumers come in and they start, because I mean, you know, you're not a startup, you've been around for seven years, you've got customers on vehicles, riding them in the world, giving you that real world feedback. Yeah. Are you finding that this is the kind of vehicle that really can, in a four season type of environment, replace a car? 
Yeah, I absolutely believe that. I mean, we have systems in place for commuting with all of the fenders and the substantial, you know, riding capabilities that it has with all of the turn signals and everything like that. It's it's well, been that's huge. a good point. It yeah. has turn signals. Yeah. It has the throttle drive. This is not a pedal bike. This is really maybe more accurately a moped or a, yeah. a motor bike. Yeah, we call it, you know, an all wheel drive uh, electric adventure vehicle. But really, it's it kind of lands between an e-bike and an e-motor cycle. So it, it's, you know, it's capped at that 32 miles an hour so it can qualify as a moped so you don't have to have the endorsement just to broaden the But you opening. get from zero to 32 real quick. Yeah. I mean, my Tomos didn't get to 30 that fast. <laughs> yeah, you're going to blow most mopeds off the line. Yeah, absolutely. Sure. <laughs> uh, but, you know, that Four Seasons thing, there's a lot of sportsmen and fishers and, and you know, everybody that enjoys that side of of that for winter and fall that are using it even more than in summer. And so knowing that we have to make sure that the engineering and the development around it can handle all of those different, like the road salt and the water and the wet. Yeah, you bet. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, it's all great. It it all sounds great. So we're talking about the two different models. There's the kind of the road bike, the consumer version Mm -hmm. and the work bike. Yeah. Now, when I go over there and I look at them, the frame looks pretty similar. Like they they both look pretty substantial. What are some of the differences and why might someone pick one over the other? Yeah. So the differences are pretty small. You know, the the adventure bike is you know, the street legal one. So it has that DOT VIN. Oh, the work bike is not street legal. It's not street legal. It's meant for really doing the work off-road, going everywhere. And so that, the difference there is it has a 2700 lumen headlamp. So it's big, bright light. It's got the knobbier tires. It's got the brush guards on the handlebars. So it's just really set up for that. Now, that doesn't mean you can't do all of those things with the adventure as well, because you can put put the accessories on and these things really are building blocks. They're meant to be, you know, like there's 17 racking points. You can build pretty much anything you want onto it. And so they're pretty, you know, uniform in, in their initial build. It's just how they're set up that makes them different. And I think the biggest designing factor that can't be swapped out is, you know, the DOT VIN on the adventure that makes it street legal. Sure. Well, and I think, all you know, we talk about the frame, but it, it is a really innovative frame that has that many mounting points mm. for you to be able to really make it your own. And the accessory lineup that I'm starting to see from you guys has really been fleshed out. I think from the first time that Ubco came into my radar and like, I want to say late 2019 when they were announcing they were coming to the U S mm-hmm. to now, I think that's the biggest difference has been that I've seen so many different accessories on there. Are those coming from you or are those stuff that enthusiasts are building on their own? Yeah, it's a it's a combination. We definitely have, you know, about a dozen different base level uh, accessories we make between front and back decks, pannier bags, you know, different things like that. But then there's upwards of 60 other accessories out there that exist on the third party market that are universal for what we do. Uh, We're getting into uh, releasing a special edition of the two by two this next early 23. And with that, we're going to introduce some more like curated accessory packages with some partners that we've been working on, uh, on the project, kind of more custom, uh, just some, some really interesting things we're doing there. And there's only gonna be a thousand of them. That's awesome. I think that's going to be, you know, the limited edition stuff get really curated kind of package. I think is something that is certainly in this industry, people seem to respond to really well, whether it's 
you know, Serial One doing their limited edition 1903 Heritage bike or whether it's Super 73 doing the Hot Wheels bike. Yeah. So I think you're going to have a lot of success with that. I, I'm curious to know who those partners are, but I feel like that would give it away because you're kind of <laughs> making that face of like, I don't want to. Yeah, tell we're, you. we're still we're still uh, hashing out exactly who we definitely have some very engaged uh, known partners that we're excited about working with. And uh, stay tuned. We're going to be talking about that soon once those are all locked in. That's awesome. We're going to be definitely keeping our eye out for that. Now, you know, we're looking at this bike. We're talking about it. We've we've said a couple of different times. We're looking at people who are replacing their car, who are driving it in urban environments. There's a hunting community. You mm-hmm. know, I, I see it also, I think, as like a hobby farm thing. Like you can take it out, feed the animals, hook yeah. up some cargo to it, some trailers. You know, uh, what are the more surprising customers that are that are picking up your bike that are, that are at least that are telling you like, hey, I'm buying this bike for X, Y, and Z. And you're like, wow, that really stood out as like not who I would have expected. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're starting to see it for, you know, everything that we didn't necessarily target right out the gate, but like viticulture wineries, uh, like different, Oh, the vineyards. Yeah. yeah Cause it goes right between the lanes. Yeah. doesn't disturb want, anything. Exactly. They want something quiet, something that can absorb going over roots and, and kind of, they can also kind of creep around and, and, uh, carry tools with them. Uh, we've started to see resorts and, uh, and country clubs and stuff like that utilize them in exchange for golf carts just for the nibbleness of getting around and you know, the, the staff really oh, yeah. enjoying them and wanting them. No, I'd love to see something like this, like in, you know, like in Costa Rica and one of the, the rainforest tours, like riding Absolutely. through the jungle. That'd yeah, be that's, awesome. That's a big part too, is, is, uh, I think that a lot of these tourism groups are starting to understand guided tours, uh, on an UBCO are, is a really neat experience to enjoy and learn the landscape in a different way than you would in like a side by side, for instance. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's so different from a motorized motorcycle, from an internal combustion, traditional motorcycle, because you're not clutching, you're not learning the manual shift, yeah. you're not having to train somebody in a license. If you can ride a bicycle, you can ride one of these. And if you mm-hmm. can ride a bicycle on the sidewalk, you can pretty much ride one of these anywhere, right? Yeah, yeah. And the, one of the things that I love, too, about that nature of, of the experience, we were just talking about, you know, tourism, is I've, I've ridden, you know, traditional power sports most of my life. And this is the first time that I can have a helmet on, be riding on, you know, technically a motorbike and be having a conversation with the person next to me riding like we're just walking wild. down the street. It's wild. I was on an electric uh, personal watercraft last week in Vermont. Yeah. A, a company called Tyga. They're going to be in Miami and New York with oh, us. Cool. So if you're going to go there, yeah. you'll see those guys. And I was there was three of us across riding out, you know, past the no wake zone, having a conversation on these motorized vehicles, you know, 20, 20 feet away from each other. Wow. You could never do that. Yeah. On a on a internal combustion, it's a solitary experience. Yeah. So you're taking this solitary experience and making it a community experience. Absolutely, it's very powerful. Absolutely, yeah. And I think that's what really excites me a lot about the industry and and especially our product is is that ability to be inclusive. You know, I think that we get so many people that are like my wife, for instance. She just stopped riding the back of my motorcycle years ago. She's like, I'm done. Now I can't get her off the UBCO because she's so comfortable within that environment. And so I think getting more people into that experience and, and that, that micro mobility and moderate size mobility within electric is opening up the door for such kind of cool recreation that may have been missed if we weren't moving this category forward. 
A hundred percent. And it's cool. You know, and I, I just, I, I know there's an audio podcast. Nobody can see this, but I was just laughing because you said your wife stole your motorcycle. I got a, an NIU, the new energy scooters. Uh-huh. And I got one of those. I think I put six miles on it until my wife rode it one time. Yeah. And now that's her bike. Like, yep. I, I just, I'm not getting it back. It's just yeah, hers. That's a, that's a battle you're probably going to lose. And I'm I already that lost. Too. Yeah, exactly yeah. right. Well, <laughs> listen, you've been kind enough to come out to the show. You've been kind enough to be on our podcast. This is like our third attempt to get you on the podcast. <laughs> and like a hundred percent on us that it's not gone right so if All it goes good, bad man. this time we blame robbie over there yeah just yeah uh, i'll send you some samples you can just cut it up every you want go. we'll just cut it up we'll mix <laughs> we'll it, make it work um but in, in all seriousness, you have been so great to come out. How can the people who are listening today, how can the people who are, you know, listening to us on the podcast and on Spotify or Apple Podcasts over the next couple of weeks when this airs, how can they follow along with what you're doing? How can they get on a mailing list and hear about these special edition bikes? Yeah. How do they follow along? Absolutely. I would just encourage everybody that's, you know, engaged and wants to learn more, uh, just head to our website, ubco.com, U-B-C-O. Um, and, you know, we're, we're in this phase where we're actively getting out into the world. You know, now that we are in the United States, you know, headquartered out of Oregon for North America, really, we're really excited about engaging with our, our fans, with people who don't know about us. So we're continuing to get out to events. Electrify Expo is an incredible avenue for us to connect with our, with our existing consumers and new folks. But if you want to learn more, reach out and somebody from our team will be like happy to chat with you. We really want to be as personable and as, as a premium as a customer service partner as we can to anybody that wants to engage with what we're doing. And if somebody wants to buy one of these, they buy through the website or they go to a dealer? Yeah, you can go either way. So you can go to the website, you can go straight through and um, use promo code electrify expo 22 or electrify 22 really? and get 850 off yeah we're doing that's that cool i didn't yeah. know that through the end of this next week you can we actually have stock buy it right there ship it to your house there in a week all you got to do is put the taillights on there secure the handlebars and you're ready to rock but we also have a a, a great uh network of dealers all around the area across the country and you can go to our website and find the one closest to you if you want to do that have that experience of of working with your local power sports dealer or local bike shop. That's awesome. I'm like, I'm my head just got like four sizes bigger when you said we had that. We had our own coupon code. I'm so psyched. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you once again uh, for those of you listening here. If you want to catch more, if you want to hear some of the interviews with the industry people you missed yesterday, listen to us on Spotify, Apple podcasts, Google podcasts, SoundCloud, all of them pretty much. Robbie's nodding. I assume that's a yes. All right. Thanks so much. All right. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Electrify podcast brought to you by the creators of Electrify Expo. Be sure to catch full video episodes on YouTube at Electrify TV and follow along on social media for daily clips and more.